you guys. It's your girl, Steffi G, and that's me. And this is the place to be. This is the show up to go up podcast where you'll find inspiration and information on how to show up for yourself and live your best life. This podcast is for anyone who feels lost or stuck. Anyone that knows that they are capable of more, but isn't quite sure how to go about it. I'm here to encourage and guide you, but it all starts with you showing up for yourself. And it all starts now. Do you ever just feel like you've lost all steam and motivation? Have you ever had a big goal for yourself that you didn't achieve and it broke your heart? Have you faced a disappointment that knocked you off your game? It's funny how life works. You may feel like you're totally in control and that things are moving in the right direction and then bam, something like COVID-19 happens or some other big thing or emergency. I want to talk about disappointments and how to keep moving forward even when things don't go the way that you hoped. I'm going to share two types of disappointments that I experienced recently in the past couple months and how I've dealt with them. The first type is totally unexpected disappointment. And the second is not meeting a goal that I set for myself. Both are disappointments nonetheless and should be acknowledged and analyzed to keep moving forward toward happiness and success because that's the end goal, right? So I'm going to start off by giving you a little context. My birthday is March 15th. Some of you might recognize March 15th as the Ides of March, Ides meaning middle. If you love history or Shakespeare, you know that Julius Caesar was assassinated on that day. And in Shakespeare's play, there is a line that has yet to lose stamina that is, beware the Ides of March. So basically, I was born on what some call the most unlucky day of the year. What's your accomplishment? There are multiple books, TV shows, and movies that talk about the Ides of March as a day when crap hits the fan. Now, don't get me wrong. I love my birthday. I love celebrating my birthday, and I always have huge excitement and anticipation to celebrate. Unfortunately, the week of my birthday has typically been plagued with pain and disappointment. If you don't believe me, here are some of the things that have happened, just to name a few. My dad told me that he was leaving our family. I found out that my old boyfriend was cheating on me. My grandma passed away, and you remember this year, right? COVID-19. I'm not sure where you're listening, but in Atlanta, where I live, things started closing down on my birthday. I hate to admit this, but every single year as the week of my birthday approaches, I get this internal anxiety because so many hard things have happened that week. Now, let's rewind back to the beginning of this year. I started off 2020 with new passion, vigor, and inspiration. I was feeling more focused and motivated than ever before. I went to a personal development conference and I came back on fire. I started prepping and planning for this podcast and I decided that my launch day would be March 12th because that was my grandma's birthday and she was such a strong woman and I wanted to honor her with this podcast. So I had a goal and I was pumped up. We were into the beginning of March and I was on track with my goal and I was feeling amazing. I had decided that this was the year that I was going to change my Ides of March fate. I was flipping the script and this was going to be my best birthday week ever. 
Not only was I going to release my podcast, but I had an audition for a SAG national commercial. So for those of you that don't know what a SAG national commercial is, it is a huge opportunity. It is the biggest opportunity that I have had as an actress. And so I had this audition and then I got a callback and a callback is a second audition where they basically narrow it down to just a handful of people. And then I booked it. I booked my first SAG national commercial. I was so excited. So on March 11th, I found out I booked the commercial. And then on the 12th, I had a fitting and the commercial was set to shoot on Friday, March 13th. Literally, as I said that out loud, I realized that it was Friday the 13th. So maybe I should have known. But like I said, this was a huge deal, potentially the biggest opportunity in my acting career. And of course, I booked it because I had proclaimed that this was the year that I was reclaiming my birthday week and changing the way I see my birthday. So I had a fitting on Thursday and I launched my podcast. I was unstoppable. All the motivational hashtags. And then at the end of the night, while I was laying in bed, I checked my phone one last time. And I had an email from production saying that the shoot that was supposed to happen at 7 a.m. the next day, it had been canceled. I was disappointed and a single tear streamed down my face. But within a second, I composed myself and I told myself, you know what? It's okay. This wasn't meant to be and God must have a bigger plan that I just don't understand. That is all it took for me to accept it. And I was honestly able to go to bed pretty quickly after that. The next day at work, a couple clients asked me about the commercial and I graciously told them that it had been canceled, but that it wasn't a big deal and I was doing great. Honestly, I was somewhat surprised by how well I was doing. Who am I? I thought not only was I saying I was doing really well, but I actually meant it. So then an hour later, I got an email from my agent asking me for my availability to shoot the commercial the following Monday or Tuesday. (gasps) Maybe it was going to be back on. Maybe it was meant to be after all. I told her, of course, I will make myself available no matter what. I started getting excited all over again. And then a couple hours later, I got another email. Except this time it was from casting and it said that production was canceling the commercial shoot indefinitely. Remember how I said that I took it so well the first time? Well, let me just tell you that I didn't take it so well the second time around. I was angry. I was angry at God because it seemed like a cruel joke for him to take away the commercial two different times. And I had handled it so well the first time. So why would he do that to me? I couldn't help but think that the birthday curse was alive and well. Look, I understand that curses probably aren't real, but did you know that the Chicago Cubs couldn't win a World Series for over 100 years because they were cursed by a goat? I know, it's ridiculous. But up until they won a couple years ago, I was fully on board with that curse because they had never won. Just like my birthday seems to always derail. That's all I'm saying. I lost the biggest acting accomplishment to date, not only one time, but twice. And then on my actual birthday in Atlanta, everything started shutting down. The next day after my birthday, I was going to teach a birthday themed spin class with all the best songs, including Go Shorty, It's Your Birthday, You Know We Don't Give a Bleep Cause It's Your Birthday. Well, it turns out that the world did give a bleep. Because the class got canceled and I got laid off instead. 
again. The curse. That's how strong it is. The whole world shut down. It's okay, I thought. I still have my podcast. Thank goodness for my podcast, the one seemingly good thing that I had. When I started this podcast, my number one goal was to get on the new and noteworthy list on Apple Podcasts. It had been my dream since I had started planning the podcast in January. I talked to a friend of mine who had gotten on the list, and although it's unknown exactly how a podcast gets chosen for it, he gave me some pointers that he thought would really help me. I wanted to be on the list because I believe in this podcast wholeheartedly. I really want to help people and women specifically grow more confident and more empowered. I lived the first 30 years of my life playing it small and afraid to take big risks because of the fear of failing. I know how painful that is. I wanted so bad to help others, and I knew getting on that list would help get my podcast in front of more people. It was my understanding that a new podcast has eight weeks to get on the list. I did everything I could think of to get on that list. I recorded and released so many episodes so people would always have new content to listen to. I wrote to Apple basically every week asking to be put on the list and telling them why I was worthy of it. Well, my eight weeks ran up a couple weeks ago, and I never made it on the list. I was so disappointed. That had been my goal and my focus for four months, and I failed. I had a goal, and I didn't make it. I wouldn't say that I spiraled, but I definitely felt down. I wondered if I should even continue, if I was even helping people, and I had all sorts of old doubts and fears flood back. Maybe I'm not good enough to achieve the big dreams that I want. Maybe I should just quit, is what I thought. But I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to throw in the towel. And I know that you have likely experienced some disappointments during quarantine. And I hope that you keep moving forward. Disappointment is part of the game. Learn from those disappointments. Thank them even. And keep looking forward toward the next goal. These are the things that helped me both times I felt disappointments the last couple months. Whatever your disappointment is, these tools can be applied. Number one, identify and acknowledge your disappointment. For some of you, your disappointment may be obvious, but for others, it may be buried a little bit and you have to uncover it. When I feel disappointment, it usually manifests itself as depression, apathy, lack of motivation, and avoidance. So if you're feeling a little off, pay attention to those things. Now, it might be different for you, but I'd guess that there are pretty good odds you've experienced one of those things when you're disappointed. Think back to other times you've been disappointed or didn't get the news you were hoping for. Get clear and specific on what that felt like. Once you've identified the feelings that are happening, then you can start to ask the question, why am I feeling this way? The week that my time was up for the new and noteworthy list, I started feeling a little off. I felt more tired and less motivated. And I didn't necessarily know it was because I didn't meet my goal, but I knew that I was feeling down and I started journaling about why I was feeling down and asking myself, is there anything else? Is there anything else? Going deeper, asking more questions. And I got to the bottom of my feelings and I faced them head on. Acknowledging your feelings or problem is so huge because you can move forward in dealing with whatever is going on. Which brings me to number two. Feel your feelings without shame or guilt. 
I've been so motivated and focused and driven during quarantine so far that I've almost felt bad about it. So when I started to feel down, I wanted to push it away and ignore it. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. That nagging feeling, it will always be there until you address it. And even then, you may have to spend a couple days going through it. Don't rush the process. The lows are just as much a part of the process as the highs. Trust that you'll get back to yourself, but let yourself feel like crap if you need to. But this is important. Don't quit taking action. You may have to pull back while you're feeling down and that's okay. But keep trying to go through the motions. Keep taking steps toward what you're working toward, even if they're just quarter steps. Take a deep breath and just do one small thing every day to get you closer to where you want to be in life. Number three, what can you learn from this disappointment? Quarantine has been full of disappointments. We all know that. But there are so many good things that have come out of it as well. We've learned to slow down. We've learned how to ask for help and to give to others, to come together as a community. We've learned the effects of pollution. And now there is less. From losing the commercial twice, I learned that I am not in control. God is in control and growing closer to him and leaning on him more helps me breathe through all of this. I trust that he has a plan for all of us, even when we can't see it. From not making the new and noteworthy list, I learned that I was putting too much emphasis on the wrong thing. My mission in life is to help people. My mission is not to get on a list. By focusing so much on the results of whether or not I made the list, I was taking away from my greater mission and goal in life. The list is so small and insignificant compared to helping people. The funny thing is, I had all these doubts about if I was helping people, and a couple days later, I had multiple people randomly reach out to me and tell me that my podcast meant something to them. It gave me validation to keep moving forward toward my mission. So what can you learn from your disappointment, your pain, or your struggle? Number four, I love the idea that we all have a story to tell. We all have our own unique story to tell. This disappointment that you're going through right now, it will be a part of your story in a couple months. You will get to tell others how you failed or you went through something that when it first started, you thought that there was no way that you were strong enough to get through it. But you did. You have gotten through every disappointment and pain in the past and you will get through this as well. Your strength will grow from this experience. You will encourage others even when they can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. This is a part of your story, but it's only a chapter or maybe it's a couple chapters, but you will come out of this so much more dynamic. And remember, people can relate to pain because struggle is universal. When we watch movies, we fall in love with characters who have gone through the hard things. Think of The Lion King. I love The Lion King. Simba felt lost, shame, doubt. He struggled, but he overcame that struggle. There would be no movie if he didn't go through that struggle. Number five, what you focus on grows. This one can be hard when you are in the midst of your disappointment. I get it. This is potentially one of the top five last things that you want to hear. But if you focus on fear, doubt, and negativity, you will see more of those things. You are in control of your thoughts. Yes, thoughts will come up randomly, but you get to decide if you give them time and energy or not. 
focus on where you want to be. Focus on the things that make you happy. Be intentional and relentless about this because you attract what you feel. Visualization and gratitude are game changers when you're feeling down. Other things you can do is make a joy list. Make a list of things that you enjoy doing, not just enjoy, but that you love doing. I've talked about this before. Things on my list are rollerblading and lighting a candle, for example. They can be big or small, but be proactive and do some of the things on that list. Write it down so that you can refer back to it when you need to. Another thing that you can do is make a list of all the things that you've accomplished in your life. Again, big and small. For this one, I want you to put on a timer for five minutes and just write. Do not stop until that timer goes off. Write as fast as you can without thinking too much about it. Some examples are I said no to someone when I wanted to instead of people pleasing. I took time for myself. I went outside. I got a promotion. Again, focus on your achievements and what you have accomplished rather than on the disappointment. Disappointments, they're going to happen. And it's okay to be sad and angry and hurt. It's okay to feel your feelings, but try not to live in that space. Focus on what you can control. You can't control what happens, but you can control how you respond to it. Try your best to keep looking to the future, to keep looking toward where you want to go. One setback, it isn't going to define you. If you're open to it, you will see that there are things that you can learn from any setback, things that are going to make you a better version of yourself, lessons that can help other people. Remember the bigger picture. Life isn't over. You are strong. You are courageous. You are powerful. And you can keep moving forward, even if you have to slow down a bit. This is your life. You get to decide the outcome. You get to decide if you pick yourself back up. It may be hard, but we can do hard things. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. My goal for this podcast is to reach and help as many people as possible. So it would mean so much if you would take the time to subscribe, review, and share this podcast. See you next time. Thank you.